November 16, episode 38 of Don't Unfriend Me. Welcome, everybody. I am having some allergies, so my voice should be especially whatever. It's great to see you. What are we going to talk about? Well, I think we've talked about a few things. We've talked about about election interference and Russian interference and was there fraud and everything else. And ultimately, who the heck knows? But what I do know is that there were a few signs to this and maybe a test run of what this could look like nationally. And after doing a little bit of research, I want to share it with you. But first, I want to tell you a story. The story is there's a gentleman who likes his rock and roll, and he's driving down the road and listening to 105.9 KBPI, a little bit of my shake. Mm. And he's listening to his music, and he's enjoying it. And he knows he's only a few minutes away from getting to the polling place so he can cast his vote in the 2020 election. And as he pulls up and he finds a meter that's open, he throws some change in, runs back to his car to make sure he turns it off. And all of a sudden, Tom Sawyer with its melodic tones and thumping drum beats and screaming guitar riffs by Alex Lifeson and Getty Lee's somehow Mickey Mouse, but amazing voice start resonating throughout the car. And he has a decision to make. Do I get to the booth or do I continue to listen to Tom Sawyer? What a tough decision to make. He decides to go ahead and roll the bones, so to speak. Yes, that is an album of of that band. Yes, absolutely. I know. It was fantastic. It was ad lib. And as he listens to the music, he's just getting nervous. He's checking his watch. He's like, I got to get there. And then, boom, the song ends. And he feels fulfilled. And he wants to run in. And he just he knows he can make it. He knows he can make it. And as he runs in and he goes to the polling place and he reaches his hand for the door, the gentleman closes the door and says, sir, I'm sorry. Voting is closed. You can't do this. You're done. The guy's like, dude. I, I was listening to Tom Sawyer. There's nothing more American than that. Getty Lee, Alex Lyson, Neil Peart. Are you kidding me? Please. The man says, no, I can't make any exceptions, sir. I greatly, greatly apologize. The man's like, oh, dude, what a bummer. It's horrible. Damn Russia's interference. Be right back. <laughs> All right, everybody, Matt with Don't Unfriend Me. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for letting me to get a rush joke out. I thought it was pretty good. Listen, Don't Unfriend Me is who we are. We're all over Anchor FM. You can find our podcast. You can go to YouTube and watch us on video. Twitter, uh, Facebook, Parler, Instagram, we're everywhere. You can also go to www.dontunfriendme.com. Site is slowly coming together. I haven't had a long time to work on it. We got a couple new cameras today. I'm excited. Bam. Really excited to get this secondary camera looking better than it was. Unfortunately, the cameras that I order were on back order, so it took a while. And tomorrow, the reveal of the brand new microphone. Oh, the Shure SM7B. It's a beauty. It's what Thriller was recorded on. And I know I am a far cry from Mr. Michael Jackson, but I just get kitty when I think about it. I'm sorry. Sorry, giddy. I get giddy when I think about it. Folks, I'm on a roll tonight. I wish I had my uh, my drum roll, but I don't. I don't have a rim shot. Sorry, can't do it. But I do have my handy pencil. I've got my vape. I've got my secret potion, workout potion, and let's get ready to rock and roll. So we said we were going to talk a little bit about 
the election. And the first thing I want to talk about is anything that the government runs usually is a hot mess. What are some examples? Well, if you haven't went to the DMV, you probably haven't wanted to jump off of a building in a while. There's also the FDA, Food and Drug Administration. There's Social Security. There's Medicare. We can go on and on and on. Government is never the answer. They couldn't find their butt with two hands and a flashlight. And we know this. So anytime anyone says that there's going to be a national election where the government is going to go ahead and take care of the balloting, I get a firm little pucker down south and get afraid. And I have good reason to. About a year ago, I keep hitting this bill is extremely long and it hits my mic. That's why I can't wait for my Sure SM7B, which comes underneath folks, and there'll be no more hitting my mic arm. So anyway, let's talk about this. You're putting government in charge of something. Now, mail-in ballots, people are like, wait a second, mail-in ballots have been going on forever. Well, they have been in certain states, that's for sure, when it comes to uh, primaries. But this is a general election. There's going to be a lot more people involved. We knew that. We knew this was going to be a huge election. And we had some windfall and we had some foreshadowing to what we were going to see nationally, even though the media reluctantly forgot it. And the Democrats forgot it too, even though their states, which were democratically run, had the most issues. Was it a trial run? Were they testing a strategy? strategy? And ultimately, Would anyone care? Because we had states that didn't report that took 72 hours to report. Why? These were small numbers. Things were happening that maybe didn't make much sense. And it might help us understand this election. And I'm going to talk about it because Facebook is banning my ads anyway. So I might as well talk about election coverage since that's what has their panties in a bunch anyway. And the Nick is in a twist, love. So let's talk about the first state, which is the state of Wisconsin, the cheesy, cheesy state of Wisconsin. It was the first state to hold a primary during COVID time. Now, there were only a few cases of COVID, but it still doesn't matter. It was happening during that time. Wisconsin was the first state to go 100% mail-in ballots. The difference between mail-in and absentee is absentee is asked for the citizen, and there is a process to verify, and mail-in ballots are sent by the government, and there is no process to verify. The states will look at that and count it and check it for its requirements, but there is no federal mandate on how we process these things, and that is the first stage of the problem. With this huge amount of thousands and thousands and thousands of votes, thousands and thousands were not sent out and not everyone got one, which is interesting, which obviously could impact whether Joe Biden won or not. There were other candidates. Pete Buttigieg was, uh, Buttigieg was alive then. Kamala Harris was alive then. Be- uh, Bernie Sanders was on that primary. What happened? Could that have possibly Change the outcome if these thousands were actually sent. What about the 1,600 votes that were found in the mail processing center? We heard about this. Everyone remembers what happened. 23,000 votes were were rejected for missing information or were improperly filled out. Wisconsin gave us a sneak peek to what was going to happen. And isn't it interesting that this is a swing state? Isn't it interesting that all of these states that where there was this muck up were swing states almost what, nine months ago? Really funny, isn't it? So here's some other things. This was just what we could prove. This wasn't necessarily everything that happened. And was it corruption? Was it fraud? No, it was ineptitude, which is worse because at least fraud, you have intent. 
With ineptitude, you don't know it. Either they're just stupid or there was malfeasance going on, but it's hard to prove. Right, Hillary Clinton? Because we couldn't prove your intent. The next big old one on the on the hit list before we get into this is that these ballots, like I said, some were rejected. And what really is unfortunate about that is that if the process is so confusing that that there is literally more to do on these ballots than the SAT when it comes to filling out information, and if we're constantly rejecting, then that is a form of voter suppression. And for the party that's more intelligent, supposedly, the Democratic Party, isn't it in a disservice to Republicans that it's probably our votes because we're just stupid hicks who cling to their guns and their Bible and well, we're deplorable rednecks that maybe we're the ones that are getting our votes cast? I don't know. But here's what it comes down to. That's a form of voter suppression, is it not? Because if you having an ID and being a legal immigrant or a legal citizen and to stop illegals from voting is unconstitutional and completely racist, then you sectioning out people who are less bright or intelligent than you is also the same thing, which is a complete fallacy because I've met a lot of Republicans and we are not stupid, my friend. You are just a little bit ostentatious and obnoxious, okay? You really are Democrats. You're the party of the of the college educated. I'll take the people that didn't spend $125,000 for something they could have learned in a library. Anyway, I digress. The next one, runner-up, who could forget it? Philadelphia also was involved in this, and they knew that they could not handle it. So they asked for an extra week to count their ballots. An extra week. More than half of those votes were still not counted after a week. We saw this. This was a foreshadowing. This is not this election. This is back in March. Unreal. You can then go ahead and get into another one, which would be Virginia. Virginia had 500,000 votes were sent to dead voters, wrong addresses, and a pet. A half a million ballots were sent to the wrong people. Folks, this was foreshadowing to what was going to happen. We all heard it. We, it was all reported over the news. Why didn't anyone say something? Why did the Democrats pretend that this wasn't a complete fallacy? Why did we allow our news stations to tell us that this was safe and secure? And why did we believe it when we had firsthand evidence to the contrary? I don't have a sheep sound, but I'm sure it has something to do with meh. We're sheep. We don't sit there and question the things that we should question. But th- we knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. Prager, you said it was going to happen. Ben Shapiro said it was going to happen. Everyone said it was going to be it was going to happen. The great state of New Jersey. Before we go into this, the next step, security is a huge opportunity. 2012, Republicans and Democrats said that there is more opportunity for voting fraud with mail-in ballots over any absentee ballot. Absentee ballots are safe. Everyone agreed. And mail-in ballots were absolutely vulnerable to this type of stuff. Sorry, my hat keeps snapping off. It's that big old brain. New Jersey in 2020, out of four elected officials, two of them were caught cheating. They were arrested for using Republican versus Democrat databases, filtering out the Democrats, and then taking that sheet and applying ballots and handwriting them in. 
This happened to thousands of ballots. The other elected official was harvesting ballots out of garbage cans and out of mailboxes, filling those out with people who were registered from this database. Both were arrested in New Jersey. Does anyone remember how quickly New Jersey came in? Like that. It's interesting that all of these states, Wisconsin, Virginia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, we haven't even heard about the other states, but this is what was caught. Ballot harvesting is done on an epidemic scale. It is extremely large, and the reason why is because you have unsolicited votes in the ether. These votes can be used by anyone, especially when Georgia won't check signatures, when Pennsylvania changes its state constitution and voting law with the SCOTUS, which is illegal, instead of going through the representatives and the elected officials to change that law, which is what they're supposed to do. Because SCOTUS just, the Supreme Court of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, excuse me, Pennsylvania, their job is just to interpret and and rule on law. They don't change law. They don't write law. That's not their job. So the votes that were collected three days post posthumously from when it closed and also the non-signature clause that they voted in can change the outcome of this election. But Philadelphia says there won't be a recount. They won't check it because they know what they did was wrong. And if Donald Trump walks into any court of law and says, I've got 600,000 votes that were taken because they went ahead and changed the law a week before the election, he's going to win Philadelphia. And if he wins Philadelphia, he wins Pennsylvania. Plain and simple. Another problem is the long delays. And with those long delays, called something called fatigue happens. People are tired of this election. People are angry over this election. People are getting hurt over this election. It's unacceptable. And the longer we wait and the longer that we sit on our hands, this will go ahead and get worse. The question we really have to ask ourselves is, what is it voter fraud? And I can truly say no, not from the sense that 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 somebody, one person purposefully did this. This was a collective whole. And it started with the Democrats who knew that their voting system was easy, easily manipulated because they probably did it in January, February of March of 2020 during the Democratic primaries. And because they got away with it, then they realized how easy it would be get be to do on a national stage with the confusion, with the speed and the intensity and the amount of votes that were coming in. That, in my opinion, is not necessarily fraud, but they accounted on the ineptitude of the counters and the American people. People not being responsible for where their vote was or where it could possibly go. People not updating their addresses when they moved out of state. Etc., etc. And how could they, considering that the DMV was three to four months' wait to get in all across the country because of COVID, that you couldn't simply just go to the post office and pick up your change forms? And if you mailed it in, you were waiting months at a time. People couldn't register their cars. People couldn't get their insurance. People couldn't get on the phone with these companies because they were waiting three to four days for callbacks. You can't blame ineptitude. But it is a contagious thing in the United States, and the Democrats took advantage of it. So if you're looking for voter fraud, that is where it lies. If we are unable to count these states, 
if we aren't able to truly get an accurate representation of what happened on November 3rd, 2020, then this abortion that we call election is invalid. And I do not accept the results. But we have to get busy. We have to stop screwing around with conspiracy theories and look at the facts I just gave you. Every single thing is factual. And we saw this habitually before one vote was cast on November 3rd. We knew it was coming. Donald Trump warned us, like everything else that he has done and predicted, and people have called him crazy and nuts, we should have known. Now the question is, can we beat the clock? Can we get these counts in these states that knew exactly what was going to happen and counted on it? Folks, thank you so much. That is the show for tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. We have a big job to do, folks, and that is we have to stand behind our leadership. We have to protect ourselves, and we have to make sure that we keep our heads on a swivel. It's getting nasty out there, and it will just get worse until this election fatigue is over, and I don't know if it will ever be over. I now hear Republicans saying he's not my president. Funny what four years makes. The dress is now on the other foot, so to speak, even though that is not a saying. And it doesn't quite fit. Like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on YouTube. Facebook is censoring my ads. I can get no more likes until God knows when, until they allow election campaigns. I'm not an election campaign. To start advertising again. Without you sharing and liking, please do me a favor. Go to YouTube. Go to Instagram. Go to Facebook. And just make sure you have a like and a follow there. Make sure you're subscribed. It helps every single person You'll just stay up to date with when I go live. You'll be able to see my videos. I don't post too much. I promise not to annoy you. I'm not going to be that crazy uncle. The last thing that I am crazy uncle about is Veterans Crisis Hotline. 1-800-273-8255. Press 1. 22 veterans commit suicide a day, and that is way too many. I need your help. If you recognize that a veteran's in trouble, pick up the phone. If you can't make that call, call me. I'll make it with you. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate you. Go go unblock somebody. Go tell them you're sorry. Go and make a friend, and let's stop defriending people. We need all the friends we can get right now. God bless. I'll see you live tonight. I'm out.